Hello, everyone, and welcome to Watch and Walk podcast with Ebenezer. This podcast aims at inspiring you to trust in God and obey His Word every day. Be edified as you listen to this exhortation. Hello, friend. My name is Ebenezer, and I believe God's grace is keeping you well. Last week, I used the story in Numbers chapter 16 to explore the person and the work of Christ. In that episode, I indicated that just as Aaron stood between the dead and the living in Israel at one point and then atoned for their sin as a high priest of Israel, so did Jesus perform what I call a one-time atonement for the sin of the world by dying on the cross. But then I noted that people can access the benefits of this atonement when they repent of their sin and believe in Jesus as the Savior and Lord of their lives. And I also analyzed the position of Aaron as he was making the atonement and related it uh, to the very being of Jesus Christ. And finally, I talked about the second layer of mediation or intercession that Jesus is currently making at the right hand of God the Father on behalf of his disciples. Today, I'm going to talk about what this mediatory work of Christ, that is both his one-time and continual intercessions, means for those who trust in Jesus as Savior and Lord. I'll base my views on Hebrews chapter 4, verse 14 to 18. It's a passage that captures the priesthood of Christ uh, for us very well. I read, Seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. This passage encourages all of us who trust in Jesus that because of the current or the present intercession that Jesus is making for us, we should hold on to our confession or our profession. That is, we should believe or trust, not only in his ability to save us, but in his ability to represent us well before God the Father because of who he is and what he has done. Now, let me use this to encourage you today. If you are a Christian listening to me and you have fallen into sin or you have committed an immoral act and you think God is angry with you and you can never be right with him and you are guilt-ridden and you are losing your peace in Christ, let me say to you, take heart. Prayerfully confess that sin, repent, and ask for the grace to get back on the right path because your great high priest knows what it means to be a human being following God's standards. Though he never sinned, he knows what it means to be tempted at all points, just as we are, and so he is sympathetic and compassionate in his advocacy or intercession. Moreover, 1 John 1.9 tells us that if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Like John, I say this to you so that you may not sin. But then if you sin, know that we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous, and he himself is the atonement for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the whole world. And let me add that so long as you trust and walk in the righteousness of Christ, even if you fall seven times, I trust that you will rise up again because the one who holds you up is able to save. And if you are a believer in Christ and sometimes you are overwhelmed or discouraged by the challenges you face whenever you exhibit or take a stand for God's righteousness, let me assure you that Jesus, our great high priest, 
is bearing you up in prayer before God the Father day and night. And so just as Paul said, let us not grow tired while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. The fact that Jesus has mediated and continues to mediate between us and God has an important implication for our ministry of reconciliation. What Jesus does teaches us that we should bear people up in prayer. We should learn to intercede for people, especially those who do not have a relationship with the Lord. For me, intercession is the current vocation of Jesus, our high priest. And so when you pray for someone or intercede for someone, you are operating in and with the one who stands between the dead and the living. And so if you know a family member, a friend or a group of people who do not have a relationship with the Lord, do not give up praying for them because by interceding, you are taking a stand in and with the one who stands between the dead and the living. But then as we do this, let us learn from Jesus and learn to stand between the dead in sin and the living God. For us, standing between the dead and the living means that we do not allow our proximity or our closeness to non-Christians or to unbelievers or to those who are caught up in sin to overwhelm us or make us hopeless and discouraged. And that means that though we see evil around us all the time, we continue to pray for salvation of people because we know that no one is beyond salvation. And finally, I will say that Standing between the dead and the living means that we do not allow our closeness to God or our spiritual state to make us impatient or judgmental as we seek reconciliation between God and others. By his atonement, Jesus teaches every disciple to be merciful and encouraging. In our intercession, we acknowledge the abiding reality of both human weakness and God's power to save. May God help us to stand in and with the one who stands between the dead and the living. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you for listening to Watch and Walk Podcast with Ebenezer. Watch and Walk Podcast comes to you this and every Wednesday. To get notifications of new episodes, please subscribe. This podcast is brought to you by Watch and Walk Ministry. Visit us at watchandwalk.org to learn more about this ministry. God bless you.